0: Hello, and welcome to Man Vs. Business. My name is Les James, and I am here with my co-host Sean McMenamin. In this series of podcasts, Sean and I are going to be talking about business topics and adventures, that work-life balance that everybody needs. So sit back and enjoy the show. Well, Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. Nice. How are you? I'm doing fine. we're trying out something new today.
1: It's always good to grow and try to improve isn't it yeah
0: we're gonna we're gonna see what uh podcasting with uh video uh looks like and and see where we can put that in some different places so uh see if we can expand our reach a little bit. You know we've got quite a few followers on our uh uh on our uh podcast our just our audio podcast, but uh we thought we'd try and record and just see what this looks like. So uh, we were trying to figure out earlier who looks like the bigger geek. I think I win. So <laughs>
1: with, <laughs> with your glasses, with my glasses and headset, my headset, yeah.
0: headsets on. Yeah. So, yeah. so what's our topic today?
1: Yeah, in in our earlier discussion and things that I've been thinking about this week, um, the title of the discussion being quality quality in conversation or quality conversations. We could we could title it either way. Okay, but. Uh, I think I think as we talk about being clear providing direction understanding what what the person you're giving direction to uh, making sure that they understand and, and can feedback to you the, the co- quality of the content you have to have a quality conversation
0: so so let me ask you this uh, do you have a lot of these conversations where you feel that the communication is uh, either not clear or it's uh, just seems to go off the rails, or you don't have uh, good accountability conversations going back and forth, where uh, people are using words that uh, really kind of add a level of vagueness to the to the communication.
1: Absolutely, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head, because the, the end result is accountability. Okay. So you, want, you want people to be accountable for doing what they say they're going to do, based on not just because you ask them, but because the end goal is what... Drives the organization, right? So when when you say, "Do we do I not have quality conversations?" Um, I I I try to have quality conversations, but I just wanted to let you know that there are a couple of words, and I think we've talked about this before, that trigger me. Yes. And and one recent word that has triggered me the most is the word "probably." Probably. Um, yes. When you're talking with somebody, and their answer is well i could probably or that person will probably and and it's just to me it does not provide a a confident actionable item that will take that will take place and now i looked up the, the definition of probably and and, and <laughs> i was going i was going to ask you if you looked it up <laughs> I, I did but it's it's interesting because probably said probably definition is almost certainly as far as one knows or can tell, so, so there's a real big out there.
0: Well, see, and I think that I think that probably what's going on here, <laughs> kaboom, yeah, um, um, is commitment. Don't you think it comes down to people not really wanting to commit, so they put those those words in there that give them what they believe to be is an out.
1: Yes. Yes, yeah. and. That's where, as the leader, providing direction or or a request of an action to, to have happen, um, you can't let that slide. Right. You, you can't let and and remember the the old term I used to use, and, and I have picked it back up. Right, Les? lazy uh, yeah. speech.
0: Lazy speech.
1: And it, that's it my not, favorite. That's my favorite. Lazy but speech. But it doesn't roll off the tongue like lazy uh, speech. I you know I'd like to be able to copyright it or something like that, but but people. Try and, and I'm generalizing people. I, I mean I can't I can't say any any group of people, employees, bosses, financial people. But but what I have run into is that is that lazy speech is the first mode that people go to in order to, like you said, not commit. Mm-hmm. And and I don't mean to be an ogre and say you have to commit, you have to understand, but have the conversation with the people that you are working with to say, listen, think about it. Think about what we're talking about here. You make sure that they understand what the end result needs to be and then put a plan together. And it's a short little plan. Put a plan together to execute on what the topic of discussion is, the actionable items.
0: So I think the uh, accountability then kind of stretches to the leader or the manager to start drilling down on the questions that help drive the word "probably" away, yes. you know. So what what is it? What can a leader do then to say, "Okay, what do you mean by this?" or "How can you ex- explain to me what you mean by probably?" or, you know, start drilling down a little bit. You probably don't want to get too hung up on the word with them about the reason why they used probably, because right. that's yeah, that's just right. kind of right. Uh, let's
1: not yeah, let's not go back and say, "Hey, you use the word probably." Probably doesn't give me you know, a, one a good feeling, feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that you're going to, that you're going to do it. But I think you're right. The accountability does then come back on the leader. And, and the number one skill that the leader needs to have is the listening skill. Uh-huh. So the leader has to listen to what's being fed back to him or her so uh-huh. that they understand where they go next. So if, if I ask you, can I, you know, by next week, I need you to generate this report. And you say, I could probably get it done by Monday, you know, or something like that. And you say, hey, you know, listen and hear and probably how – and and maybe some of the, the confidence you get is if that person typically gets done what they say they're going to get done when they say that they will do it. Yeah. But it, especially in the beginning, though, probably – the word probably um, triggers me because I'm not 100% sure what probably means. Why add it? If, if well. they say – if they say, I'll get it done by Monday at 4 o'clock, then why add the word probably?
0: Right. And and, and it's definitely one of those crutch words that people it's use. Crutch. It is definitely a crutch word. And I think that what I've tried to do in the past is when somebody has said, well, I can probably get that to you on Monday, I'll say, well, can you for sure get it to me by Tuesday morning? Yeah. And half most of the time when you say that and they say, yes, I can get it to you by Tuesday, they usually wind up getting it done by
1: Monday. Right. That's, you know, that, so, that's true. It, it gives them a little margin, I guess. Yeah. Probably, and and maybe that's that's where I have to grow and understand what is the the context of that. Probably it does probably does probably mean they want a little extra time, but they don't really want to ask for time. Right. Or does probably mean, hey, I only said probably, so if I don't get it done, I'm not too worried about it. I have an excuse. Right. Okay, so so you have to know, you know, that's and that's where listening, I think, comes in and and the understanding of what you need to do then. So if you if you say by Monday and it's Thursday, well, then Friday you should check in. And that's that's a typical response that that happens when you work with people. Anyway, let's check in and say, hey, are you on track?
0: Well, I think that you'll find that you've got people that um, have different levels of accountability. Mm -hmm. And so you'll find the people that will actually commit and stick to their commitment. And then you'll find the people that get the scope creep in their process. And it just kind of creeps along and they say, well, I got this part done, but I couldn't get that part done, you know? So I think there's that commitment of what truly is the scope of whether they trying to return and making that part clear too, because then you've got all these little variables that the reason people don't want to commit is because they know there's a lot of variables there and they can't quite, in their head define all the variables so it, they feel like a what's the saying of a cat being backed in a corner I guess gonna start clawing wanna... and making up excuses and
1: and, and you don't want to you don't want to run a business that that has employees feeling like that right so, mm-hmm. so you have to give you have to give the people that you're working with the, the power and, and And teach them the skill to prioritize right that's, that's one of the things when, when somebody says, "Oh I couldn't get it done because I had these four other things to get done as well and and if I go down the path and say, "Well, did you know about those four things when you had this assignment to do?" and they're like "No so so the next question is, so were those prioritized higher than the assignment that I gave you well no, they're going to tell me no because right. you know, oh your assignments prior." So I said you, you need to be able to prioritize. And if if somebody asks you something that prevents you from completing a task that you committed to, well then you have to be honest with the person and say, listen, I've got these other three things to do. You can I will do it. But it'll be, you know, a day or two later, whatever that whatever you can prioritize in your mind, or give me a minute to think of when I can get this done. Because the other thing too is you don't want you and, and the person doing the work does not want to provide poor quality when they do something. So you need to make sure that they do have enough time to to generate a quality product and not just, Hey, get it done because I committed to a certain time.
0: Well, and something else to throw into that is, you know, Deming's uh, thought process behind processes. Sometimes people are actually making those low level commitments because they don't understand the process or the process isn't clear. So, you know, you can actually find nuggets in there possibly of things to improve, but uh, you know, then you've got to be asking the question: Why are they not working on the process or improving the process?
1: Well, yeah. you know what? I think less I think you you brought you. I think you brought this conversation to a a uh, like a wholeness in what we try to do because right. it's not it's not what we started. Quality conversations and and the the, the, the new triggering word for me probably hmm. it's it's the leader has to understand the processes and how well everybody in their organization understands the processes. Right. And if these things, if these things happen that trigger you or commitments aren't made, quality is poor, then you really have to address the, the, the process and not the person. Cause this right. the first round is definitely not the person. And we've talked about that before. That's but, right. We have, but, you know, unfortunately the, the, let's see the, uh, culture of many organizations before you bring this kind of thought process there is a blame culture. I mean, we live in a blame culture, but we won't go there right now. But so, so, but, but you know what, it doesn't have to be that way at work. If you try to take the high road, bring people along and get a, a, and get the job done as well as you can and then enjoy your day at work and go home and have a great evening at home. I mean, that's to me, that's the goal.
0: That is the goal. I I would agree with you. Um, so are there any other words besides probably that kind of, that kind of trigger you in these quality conversation that uh, we're, we're calling this is probably the big one or is there, is there others? Um, Yeah,
1: there are, there are others. Um, and I've, I've talked about them before. I've talked about words. (laughs) I've talked about words that, that, that trigger my senses. Uh, I, I posted something on LinkedIn one time about, um, the phrase needless to say needless to say kind of drives me nuts if it's needless, needless to, to say, say then don't say it
0: yeah and hey, why do and let me be frank <laughs> who's frank, okay, frank. <laughs> let me be frank a, are, are you are you lying to me all the other times or, or, exactly, or what yeah. you know, so, or yeah. you can
1: go down that same path you know when somebody says honestly exactly. honestly okay, yeah so, so you're telling me the truth this time, but every time you don't say honestly, <laughs> you're not telling me the truth
0: you know I will say the English language is you know kind of a tough and and horrible language when it comes to slang and and all the you know and I, and I
1: feel like it's getting worse actually uh, you know um, I, I go back to to lazy speech Now, yeah. i hope i hope that like in this well there's there's one there like like is a a a bridge word yes kind of it like, is um. uh. Um. Uh, yeah. So, I try not to. I watch my videos. trailer videos.
0: I say um too many times. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I feel bad. I haven't gotten watching trailer videos. yet. Oh, shame on you. <laughs> I know. You know, but I wanted to be honest. I'll, ha-
0: I'll have to tell my story at the end of our podcast here about my trailer video. But go ahead.
1: The- yeah. Yeah. You You have something else to to hawk, and if anybody wants to sponsor you, I'm sure that'd be great, right? Oh, that's right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, no words. I, I do believe that, that lazy speech is a, is a, it's a bad practice to be in for yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you work with other people, whether you're the leader or you're a a colleague, or even if your boss tells you um, things or, you know, directs you or uses lazy speech to you, you can always be nice about it. But, but, Question and and clarify right. what is being said and and why and understand the most efficient conversation that you could possibly have, have would would leave out the extraneous words the, the uncommittal is uncommittal the right word I don't know I'm, not, I'm an engineer so I don't know about English. so so the, the non maybe it's noncommittal the noncommittal words and I mean, if people were just straight with each other I think things would be a lot more efficient, clear, and you wouldn't you wouldn't be stressed about. It. I, I think right. it would tr- it would generate less stress.
0: Well, and I think that that has to happen with two way conversation. You yes. know, you, you've got to you've got to have a good conversation in both directions. The employee's got to be able to come up and explain without feeling threatened uh, that uh, you know why they're thinking what they're thinking, uh, why they. <laughs> You wouldn't want to ask them this, but why they used the word probably, you know, what, what, what is constraining you to getting it done on Monday or Tuesday, let's say, mm-hmm. um, using those types of words and let them explain, well, you know, uh, this person gave me this directive and you've given me this directive. I'm not sure I can get both of them done, you know, in a four hour window or an eight hour window. Okay, well, let's have that conversation. So you're right. I think that that reduces the risk um, that reduces the the strain and the stress, and um, you know helps helps create that bridge in communication, that two-way communication, which you know we've said many times before on our podcast of how important that is.
1: Yeah, I think I think you used the, the key keyword. The keyword there was the constraints. Understand the constraints yeah. in in tasks and actions that you're expecting your employees to do.
0: Now we could go down another path here and say, how, do, how can you tell if an employee is pulling the trying to pull the wool over your eyes when he does go to explain or when she does go to explain uh, what are the tasks? How do you know they're not uh, um, puffing up that process or, you know, expanding what reality is, you know? And that goes back to knowing your processes. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. You have to know yeah. your processes and you have, to be, you have to manage on your feet, mm-hmm. right? I think that, yeah. was a book, that, was, that was a book that's in the... Uh, I read that book, Manage on Your Feet. It's a good book out there. Yeah. I want to say John Bogart. John oh. Bogart is the guy that wrote that book, Manage on Your Feet.
0: So um, why don't we go ahead and uh, wrap up right here. Like we said, this was our first uh, video cast that we're going to try out. So uh, please check out the audio version of this that will get posted on uh, on uh, iTunes, Buzzsprout, uh, all, those, all those feeds. But before we go, I was going to tell you my – my learning lesson that I got from somebody, uh, as some people know, I have been recording my process uh, on building a teardrop camper and that is posted out on YouTube. So if you want to you know, Google that and find that out on YouTube, you can. Uh, but when I started the videoing, I started, I wasn't thinking about the orientation of my video wow. and people let me know pretty heavily but uh videoing in the vertical it, yeah you gotta go yeah. yeah no horizontal horizontal good vertical bad yes yeah yes. so uh, i was caught up in the moment and the first part of the video is with me and my dad and i'm just doing one of those selfie scenarios and recording and and i didn't want to go back and redo it because it was the moment you know yeah. and And, uh, you know, so anyways, (laughs) I learned that real quick that a lot of people have an opinion on uh, horizontal and vertical (laughs) filming, especially when you post it to YouTube. So I've corrected that in in, uh, future uh, videos as I kind of roll out this this trailer and and get it going. So anyways, so I'm going to post this to YouTube. And uh, you can listen to it either on YouTube or, you know, like I said, on route. So, anything else you want to bring
1: up before we break, Sean? No, not uh, not now. I, I enjoyed this. I, I like yeah. being able to look at you. Uh, <laughs> oh, the thank conversation. you. Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded weird, but yeah. it's nice to have a conversation. and, uh, and, and well, being visual. able to
0: yeah, being able to see each other's expressions and and how we're working through this process. You know, I think uh, is kind of new to you and I, and we'll see how this goes because we've got what over. We've got over 100 plus podcasts which are audio only. Um, so we thought we'd just try this out and see how it goes. So, anyways, I'll go ahead and let you go from here and uh, we will catch up with you next time around.
1: Sounds great. Have a good yep. day.
0: With us. You too. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Sean and I will be back again to discuss another exciting business topic and work-life adventure. Take care.